Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. And now, on with the show. Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back live. Hour number two of our two-hour podcast. You know, it's commercial-free. Where else are you getting this? You're not getting this on the NFL Network. You're not getting this on local radio, national radio. You're not getting this on CB radio. CB radio has more commercials than we do on the show. We, we just keep going. commercials at our place. Double commercials? Yeah, extra. Wow. You got to pay the bills. Where, at right. the Comcast Sportsnet? At the uh, 700 level. It's oh, that's right. Commercials. When are you going to have me back on that show? When, are you, when do you want to come back? The last time I was on that show, we did the recreation of me quitting radio. <laughs> that was great. Funny. Did that anybody great. see that one? <laughs> that was one of my favorite. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, that that was, was great. great acting right there. I think we did it in one take, too. <laughs> we did, which really is pretty hard to do. <laughs> I'm a terrible it's almost, it's almost like you've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> No, I never storm out of a place when I leave. I do it kindly and uh, quietly. Have you told any of those stories? Which stories? On the podcast, how uh, things went down. No, people know what happened. Yeah. No, because you have not really told everything. Well, what, people want Is me to tell all these horror stories about how I hate. I don't hate anybody. I get along with everybody. Yeah. Do you know anybody that I don't get along with? No, that's true. I, I would say that you were one of the friendliest people that I've worked with. Uh, it's not that I'm friendly. I just love no, getting... Get I, with I've worked with so many everybody. wonderful people, no people matter where party. I've been, whether it's yeah. ESPN, whether it's Fox. And I mean, I try to be. I mean, I just have fun. I think it's. I think it's true. What what Tony's saying is true. He is the easiest person to work with, and he does get along with everybody. But I think the. But he also doesn't put up with crap. Right. Exactly. And except yours. And he. He's one of. (laughs) (laughs) Tony is one of those people that won't say anything. With the little stuff, but it'll, he will, it'll build up. It'll build and it'll up. Build He's up. Italian. And then, exactly. and then <laughs> the crapometer reach, reaches a the certain level, yeah, and, and then he's done. Like, right. you, you can't even go back Mount from Bruno. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, just, I don't erupt. I don't get violent. No, he doesn't erupt, but, but he just, he's like, that's it. And, and then people are like, what the hell happened? Because he doesn't, you know, he's like, there's no warning. And then I say, 
is an outrage. Exactly. Right, exactly. But there, there were, if, you, if you know Tony, there were lots of warnings, but you got to... Lots you, of warnings? Yeah, there are lots of warnings. No, I mean, I just, I, you know, I, it's about being happy. You know, I've done this forever. I'm at the point in my life where I just like to control... How many people control their own destiny where they work? Do you control the NFL network yet? Well, you will eventually, so, but yes. right now you're done, right? <laughs> now, is Steve Bornstein still running the NFL network? No, he left, right? Who's in charge over there Eric now? I, I know, I know Eric Weinberger. Uh, who are some of the weird guys? The I know? Weinberger is with the Weinberger now, right? Yeah. Where did he go? To Simmons' podcast. Oh, the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah. Okay. That one's almost as popular as this one I'm hearing. How, how long until he makes you a big offer? Probably soon, Who? right? Bill Simmons? He's going to throw a lot at you. Why? Why would Hold on a second. Really quick. We need to check somebody's microphone. Who's not working yet? Are you plugged in, Gonzo? Did you plug yourself back I in? I think yeah, Gon- I heard Gonzo's, Gonzo's on. Gonzo's in. Who's not plugged in? I'm not. No, you're in. Kyle's not on. You're not on? I'm not on? Now she is. Come on. It's just not me. No, that's off. Now she's on. Now she's on. Okay, you, I don't want to reach now? over and tap your mic. Can you just tap that thing? We're good. Yeah, she's yeah, good. She's, on. she's okay. good now. All right, we're good. See All what happens right. when we take a break for five minutes to go to the bathroom? Really? That's it. It's an Chaos. outrage. All hell breaks loose. Meanwhile, now people back, now these guys here from LaSalle in the back, they're here Where? a lot. And they're always criticizing Wait. that we don't talk enough sports on this uh, podcast. Now, I don't know if you saw, Tony, but during the first hour, we had a bunch of people sneak in. Yes. All sitting in the and they're side all sitting there. on the side over here. I see yes. my buddy Stan is over there. Yes. What does he have? Yeah, there you go. There you go. He's got what the is bubbly. that, Stan? Oh, bubbly. Oh, I thought that, that was Oh, he's got the champagne. He's popped classy. the champagne. Got the Asti Spumanti? I love He's got the bubbly. I was going to bring some Andre tonight, but I was a little low on cash. <laughs> <laughs> I go spring for some Andre. Maybe uh, Ali Zay. Yeah. That's always popular with the Rhea ladies. Rianiti on ice. You know. <laughs> Rianiti. Actually, my personal bubbly, uh, other than champagne, is over there. It's the, uh, the Victory uh, 12. Victory br- 12 Monkey. Uh, no, Golden Monkey. Golden yes. Monkey. The Golden oh, Monkey. When I was oh, little, we wanted so to get a fart in the tub. You know what I mean? Exactly. The fabulous Larry brought me my own bottle. Now that's too hoppy. See, I'm not. We were just talking about beers, and everything's super hoppy. You're not a hop fan. I'm not a big hoppy guy. Give me a good. Give me a good Yingling. Give me something, a nice ale. I don't need. I I stout every once in a while. My oldest son came by Saturday to watch the Eagles game, then stormed out after the third quarter. He was leaving. I got to get out of here to beat traffic. I said, "You're at my apartment. You're going to beat the traffic from." But he was getting on. He was getting on the Schuylkill because he lives in. He lives in Virginia. So he was going to oh, get on wow. 95. He didn't want to get us stuck in the traffic from the stadium because I'm a, a mile from the stadium. Must be a lot of road rage, too. Yeah, exactly. Leaving that game. But he brought some beers over there, and there's a lot of hoppy stuff out there. People are into all this super... You're into the super hoppy I stuff? I am. I love it, yeah. But I like a session IPA, so it's like super hoppy, but not a really high alcohol. Oh, no. Easy Jack by Easy Firestone. Jack. Yeah, that's Robin's really a beer one. snob. See, I'm, I'm yeah. not a wine snob. I like good wines. Well, because I learned... I, I, I grew up right on the Belgian border. I mean, when you have Belgian IPAs and Belgian beers, this, as that's what you learn to drink beer on. <laughs> Everything else is like water. water yeah. Yeah. Now, when you learn to grow up on Peels <laughs> and Schaefer and, uh, yeah. and Schmitz, and Jenny Cream Ale, Genesee Cream Ale, which they still sell, by the way. Sure, we saw it. Really? We went to go pick yeah. up the, uh, the cranberry. I went, there's a, there's a, we went over to pick up Vodka and Cranberry one night. No, I know Vodka because they don't sell it. They just sell cranberry juice and beer. And they had stacks of Jenny Cream Ale. When was the last time you had a Jenny Cream Ale? I don't... In, in like the yeah. 70s. Seriously, that was the beer one back in the 70s when yeah. we were young and college kids. Everybody bought Jenny because it was cheap, and it was a big beer from New York. 
And it was cheap and it was really good. I thought nice it was good. Never had it. Some of I've the never even heard of I it. I got drunk on oh. because my my buddy Wax's dad <laughs> basically drinks it exclusively. I think he keeps him in business. So we would just go in there and like 16, 18 years old. Jenny Cream Ale, yeah. Jenny Cream Ale, yeah. And they, still, and they sell it now more than ever. It's like PBR. It's always been a bad beer. And now it's, it's still a bad now. beer, but it's now back. it's trendy. But it's not made. You know what happened? There's one brewery that bought all of these all local beers, like Pap Blue Ribbon, is not actually brewed by Paps Blue Ribbon. Miller. Miller brews it, and they brew all these other beers that went out of business, but people love the names, like Paps Blue Ribbon. Sure. So they're all brewed again in the same cans, but they're the not the original man. beers. So you're saying they're a bunch of frauds. They're hipsters, really. They're they'll, they'll drink anything. <laughs> the hipsters will drink anything. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> How many hipsters here tonight in the comedy sports theater? <laughs> See, people don't want to admit they're hipsters anymore, right? What's up with that? Is there something wrong with being a hipster? I'm allergic to vinyl. You're allergic to vinyl? I can't do it. Yeah. Yo, uh, we have a game where if you see a man bun, like you pointed out, and like they're everywhere now. It's, it's a after really a while, we're like, all right, that's everybody. enough with the game. Because Natalie lives in Fishtown, and she loves PBR. She just told me. Yeah. Do you really? Yep. You probably go to the PBR yeah. place out of the uh, in Xfinity Live and get on the bull, right? Yeah. In the PBR uh, bar. Have you been in there? Yeah. Have you never ridden the mechanical bull? Didn't they shut it down though because people were. No, you can't. No, they, they were still, still riding. Strong. They were still riding. They still of, yeah, absolutely. They're riding dirty in that place. Damn right they are. Oh, that's, that's the other club. <laughs> there you go. We actually went there one night. We had friends in from LA. Yep. And um, we invited, um, what's her name from 97.5? The, the Melissa Demian. Dr. Melissa. Dr. Melissa MD. And she entered the contest and won that yeah, night. Yeah, we said, we called her and we said, hey, they're having a bull riding contest. It's like 250 bucks for whoever can stay on the longest. And I know she had been there before. That's not enough money. And she knew yeah. the DJ. And so she comes out and all these people are trying. And I'm like, come on, Melissa, go up and do it. She says, no, no, no. I said, you've done this before. You're better than these people. They all stunk. She gets up there, boom, is on like 10 seconds and wins 250 bucks. There you go. No yeah. What, yeah. You do well, the other chicks that were it? there had had a lot to drink, and so they were very sloppy, you know, so they were sliding off. Oh. And she'd only had a little bit to drink, <laughs> enough to stay on. And the people, the girls who work there, like, they're really good. They don't just hire any, like, student <laughs> off the street. You gotta so know do you think there's a tryout of some sort? No, you have to know how to ride the mechanical bull when you work there. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, I can do it. Be all, you can't just get up there and fall I'd off. I'd love to see that. You know, I don't. No, yeah. you know what? I, I would be <laughs> curious. I've actually never tried riding a mechanical bull, but I've been on a bucking bronco, so you would think that that would. Leave Tony out of this, right? <laughs> 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 the zingers are in full force tonight. I'll give you a prop. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So that's why, that's why Joe Corrado is the greatest follow on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. guy to follow. It is Joe Corrado. Jay Corrado, 19. He is phenomenal. This guy, you know, Joe, you don't, you, know, you don't know the story about Joe. Joe was one of my Twitter followers and when I was on the radio, and he would always tweet, and I'd say, man, this guy is so funny. So I started following him, and then I started talking about him on all the shows. I said, this guy is absolutely brilliant. He's quick, not just, you know, because a lot of people are quick when they write something, uh-huh. but when you can, you can deliver it and write it at the same time, he's, he's both ways. He can do it both ways. He's great. And uh, he's ways. blowing up. No, no, I don't know about that. Let's clarify this, please. Now, you're, how, many, you got, how many Twitter followers do you have now? Uh, 
Close to six, I think, 5,800 or something. You mean 6,000, not six or people. Six, right? yes, six. Yes, exactly. The only people Close have six people. But you should have way more than that. Large, yeah. I got a lot of cousins on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Actually, exactly. the only people who have six uh, followers are the people who troll, like Natalie yes. and me and Robin. Somebody wanted and Natalie thrown out of the uh, country today. Who's yeah. trolling exactly. Natalie? Everybody loves Natalie. I know, I know. We have, right, have an update. Let's, let's go to a Natalie there. getting trolled on Twitter update. Yeah, yeah I want to hear about this. Just a second. <laughs> Come on. Breaking news. So, uh, yeah, so randomly today, this guy uh, tweets me, and, well, he tweets John Clark, CSN, and Natalie Aguinoff are the worst Philly sports media follows. In the city, they need to leave. What? You gotta go now? Out of the city. Out of the city. He wants me gone. They they declare a fatwa. Yeah, then he continues and just says that I'm going nowhere in life and I'm unattractive and have no potential. Wow, you can. And none really... of my takes are hot. That's right. I have no hot takes. No hot takes at all. That's where John the line. Wow. I know. Wow. We can let John go, but you People are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so does that, so when that happens, because Colleen and I will talk about this, like, so it's just some random person. You've never met this person, right? No. And like, I think if somebody knew me and said those things, then I, that would bother me. But I try not to let that stuff affect me. Does I it will get look for you? I just don't understand I why people are you. so mad. Now, wait a minute, but you don't know. With Twitter, what? it could be somebody that you know. Right. Could be. But, because no, but if it's somebody it's with, like an egg, with an egg avatar and like five followers, you know it's just somebody with a fake account who just wants to bust stones. Right. An and egg it could be somebody avatar. that you know just trying to. You know, I always have jerk. to like count to 10 too and wait because I will have like already composed and crafted some like loot, like maniacal tweet back to them. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't, like, She's 10, small but angry. Nine, <laughs> yeah. eight. Now, you grew up, where did you grow up in the area? Um, in Horsham. Oh, in that's Horsham, right. Half Barrel yeah, Horsham exactly. area, right? So that's, I didn't know you grew up there. They have there. basements there. They have all sorts. Yeah, yeah I know. There. I know that area. <laughs> the basement area. Yeah, yes. basement area of Horsham. You're right over the there near, area. near Nabrasco. He's known in all the five basements. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right over there, the old Naval Air Station up in that area. That's exactly. I know that area. I used <laughs> yeah, to live up in Gwinnett. By the way, I I found the person. I'm not going to give out his name because that would give him too much attention. But he only has 26 followers. So, you know. Jeez. He's very relative. Yeah. Go ahead. Just relevant. You know relevant. You do, you That's the word I'm looking for. You just block those people, and then nobody sees them because nobody's following them. And he's had, um, and he's had all of 74 it's, tweets, too. I mean, he's it's, just it's really... Hard. I don't really block... I, I rarely block people. They have to really be really profane. Or, mm. I mean, if somebody disagrees with you or says, I don't, you know, yeah. you don't know yeah, what you're talking about... Yeah, it's fine to have a difference of opinion, exactly. but I mean, he just really just felt the need to get yeah, in there. Did you block him? I muted him. Mute, mute is the best. Mute is the best. Yes. Is mute now, better than blocking? Yes. Yeah. It depends on how egregious the person is. I like to is. block everybody. I, you I do? block a lot of people. I do you really? Yeah, I do. Now, like Brandon I, Graham. Tony gets mad at me because we have had, for the last five years, we have had a Twitter stalker that just keeps creating new yes. Twitter handles and all that. I mean, like over 200 Twitter handles. Every single time we block him and get him really? removed. Oh, yeah. It's, just, it's been this ongoing thing. It's maniacal. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, he attacks uh, not only us, but our family members, I mean, really nasty, nasty, nasty stuff. Like, has called me, like, some of the worst. He's called my dad. So, so this is just... And it's, and it's not somebody that's in Philadelphia? Oh, we're know. pretty sure. We're pretty sure we know who it is, but we're not 100% pop because the, he, it's anonymous, you know? Like, they just keep right. creating... So, I mean, just to give you an idea of how bad this guy has gone, um, I don't think it's a secret. I was sexually abused when I was younger, and I've never been ashamed about talking about it. Um, I'm actually going to be working with a wonderful project here in Philadelphia that's going to be supporting um, child abuse. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, but... I posted a photograph of my father for his birthday one year, and this 
a-hole said, oh, is that the guy that abused you? Just, I mean, and then, and then he started harassing my dad. This is the kind of stuff that this person yeah, does. Yeah, I mean, it, it, people it, are so crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's just... I wonder about, you know, people who would go on Twitter and, like, what is, who, who is that person and what's going on in their life? Like, if they're going to attack you or Natalie or Colleen or whomever... Luigi's okay. He's right, right. Yeah. Yeah. right. You've got to attack him. But what's going on in your life that you've decided <laughs> you're going to open nuts. up your computer and target this person and say that kind of vile thing? Like, what's happening? Well, I that? think that there's two different types. I mean, there's the type of person that is so insecure and so miserable in their own lives that they somehow have to do that to make themselves feel better. I mean, there, there's a sickness involved in that. In our particular case, I think it's somebody that we know or that, that has a, a vendetta against Tony specifically and then by association me. Not me. I blocked some mountain of a woman earlier for stealing my tweets. <laughs> oh, he was mad. She stole, my, she stole my material twice. No. There's an option to quote, quote the tweet. And then, you, you know, you give some respect. You throw right. it out there. Right. How do you know she was a mountain of a woman? Because I've seen it. Seen it. I've seen it. She had You've her own seen her in person or just her picture it, on her She phone? looks like John Goodman. <laughs> How do you know you it's really her? Because I've seen the pic. No one's putting a fake pic like that up, Tony. <laughs> Come on, man. She stole my material and put it out there as her own. That's wrong. Oh. And do you, you know this woman? Do you know she No, is? I don't know who she is personally, no. I blocked her, then she created another account oh. and followed me back under the same account. So that she could steal your stuff? Yep. Wow. Wow. Blocked her. You got good stuff, apparently. Yeah, it's not that bad. Anybody else have stalkers here wants to walk up to our live mic here? This is a stalker venting. Stalker venting. Dr. Phil, except I'm not going to yell at you. You're a loser. That's why that's happening to you. I mean, you want to stalk, that's fine. You can stalk, but be polite and at least quote the tweet. I agree. You should get credit. Like, you can retweet it or quote tweet it. When you stalk, you're outside. Yes. When you're stealing, you're coming inside. You're invading. You're coming into your house, right. and you know what happens? I don't mind if you, your house. Right, you get your behind kicked. That's exactly right. Exactly right, man. I don't mind. Now, we you... do have a live mic here, as you know, Gonzo and Colleen. Yes. So people can feel free to come on up. We're going to do our Florida segment. Robin does a weekly segment called This Week in Florida because we have determined, without really a lot of research, that the craziest people Weirdest and the craziest stuff, stuff happens, happens in Florida. Florida. Yes. It used to be California. Back in the day, it used to be the crazy stuff was all from California, right? Now it's Florida. It's Florida. It's, I mean, you don't even have to find you. These stories find you. Uh-huh. You don't even have to search They have websites Florida. dedicated to just weird Florida crap. I'm not even so looking excited. every day. There's two or three Florida stories about something crazy that's happened down there. The guy got eaten by an alligator after he yeah, did a home burglary. Yeah. jumps into a drainage uh-huh. ditch or a pond, and he gets eaten by an alligator, <laughs> hiding from the cops. Those kinds of stories. They happen but every I love, day. I, like, I have no idea what, you, what the hell you're talking about. He's like, oh, yeah, that guy got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. We stay on top yeah. of these vital stories, yes. This is important Useless stuff. information. We're welcome <laughs> Did you see the baby with the bacon? That was the funny thing. That the, 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 There's a little baby. How old was that kid? He's, he's probably a year and a half, maybe. He's sitting in a high chair. And this is what's genius about people. You know, I'm thinking of content for YouTube and all this other stuff. So this family's got a little baby boy, and he's sitting in a high chair, and they give him a couple of strips of bacon. I think his name is Ethan. They give him a couple strips. Have anybody seen this? They give this kid a couple of strips of bacon, and they roll the camera, and there's a whole family of people yeah. watching him, and the kid picks up his first piece of bacon <laughs> and starts chewing on it and makes this unbelievable face like, Like, oh, like he just had an orgasm. I mean, this little one-year-old is just like, 
Oh, his eyes closed, half mass. Family's going. Oh, you like? They were doing. You like that? I was waiting for Kirk Cousins to come in. You like that? And the kid Abby obviously loves the bacon. So then they're saying, eat more. So he grabs another piece of bacon. Was this John? No. This is a kid. <laughs> it was John last week. How'd you get that? Dinner? So then the kid, it's all over the air. Oh, oh, you have to see it. He actually did a vine of it. And, and Robin, the story was, when you, when you wake up after being fired by the Eagles, and it looks like a kid who's a little chunky kid, and he's eating bacon, and he's all happy. And then the kid starts screaming, and the family's saying, bacon. And the kid goes, bacon. And, and he's like trying to say the and word like, bacon. 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 And then he has another piece and he gets all excited. It's, it's the funniest thing you'll ever see. Yeah, this thing's know. had a million YouTube hits on a kid eating bacon in his kitchen on a high chair. Right? Meanwhile, we're trying to do creative content right, exactly. and nobody pays attention to it. <laughs> and you got no heads, ah, no followers. Tony Bruno, the bacon kid. Yeah, the yeah, bacon yeah. kid, I'm telling you. Look up the bacon kid and watch that video. Tell me that's not the funniest thing and the most precious thing you've ever seen. Oh, no, look at everybody. Sounds Everybody's good. bringing their exactly. phones out right now. They're all look looking at bacon, Everybody baby. wants bacon right now. Bacon, oh, baby. Bacon. Well, and then, you know, I have been forever associated with bacon because it's those right band bacon commercials that I used to do live reads for. Dude. Yeah, we used to have a sponsor you called You did a right, bacon commercial? We used oh, to do a yeah. commercial for a company called Right Brand epic. Bacon. And it was, it was like $9. And this is like five years ago oh. when bacon was still like $3. Now it's all $9. But this company came out with a real thick, and there were only like seven or eight slices in this. But it was like nine, no, it was like $12 you can rip for this off, bacon. Man. And Robin used it's to like do the, the live read. Well, board. so they gave us the read to, you know, like how they, 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 they give you a copy that you're supposed to do. And it, Tony was the one that was supposed to do the read for it. And he's like, I can't read this because it, the, the copy it was, was like a, pornographic. Yeah, it was like so thick, so meaty. <laughs> um, what, what, how did they go again? I'm like, music. no, no, so no. So Robin would so do you the commercials. So then I started doing it. So, I mean, you're doing it every single night, right? So, so after a while, instead of just yeah, reading, so thick, so meaty, just so, so, I, so, I, so I'm like, so thick, so meaty. Oh, it's right, man, big. It's something. Yeah, it's like so meat then, candy. oh, that's what it was. It was, it's, it's like, like meat candy. candy. That's what the punchline was. So then it became such a big, people were like making ringtones out of my read and then we started having every single female that came and did an interview in studio she would read it with me so then it was two chicks at the same time <laughs> doing the right oh yeah so exactly. now you know I have a fondness in my heart it's for sadly bacon the company bacon. went out of business because people weren't going to pay $12 for five slices of bacon right as crazy as it you know, now bacon's really expensive even uh-huh. like crappy bacon unless you go to Acme and it's on sale for like three ninety nine. dollars right that's blow it up you know what so I mean? thick, so meaty. It's like meat candy. Meat That's candy. what it was. Imagine meat me candy. reading that. Oh, speaking <laughs> of meat candy, we got a we got an FMK segment to get to. Happen. That's right. That's right. We now we have our Tony Bruno outrage line. What do we call this thing now? It used to be the outrage line. Everybody does it. Mike Missinelli has one. It's not like we're creating inventing the wheel here. But we have a, a line because we don't have phone call capability yet. We used to a year ago, but the phone line was crappy. So we're working on a new phone system for the podcast. In 2016, bigger and better, bigger and better, more meaty, and so people will be able to call in live while we're on. Yeah. Correct. So people are listening now, but they can't call in. So what we do is we set up a recorded line where people can call 24 hours a day, leave a message, and our good buddy Joe right here ruined. This he used Joe. to be ruined tomorrow, Junior. Yes. And Ooh. now since he's gone, it's now ruined Jay Ruff. Correct. Yes. And he calls Who did in I just every. Follow then. I think you must have followed him. Oh. It's you that girl with like <laughs> now, this, this particular segment has become so popular that we actually now have... We have an open We have for an it. open for it. Oh, nice. If it's going to play. Hit it. 
why is it not playing? Hold on. It's Robin? Easy, it's easy listening. Give me a second. What is going on? I don't on? know. I hear you, baby. I know I don't hear you. Robin, if you don't get this thing fixed in a second, you're all going to have to play. Get out! Get out! Oh, there it is. There it goes. Mary. Kill. Oh, I meant F. Mary. Kill. On the Tony Bruno Show. You heard it. You play it over at Comcast Sportsnet, John Gonzalez. All the time, yeah, that's me and Barkan just sit around. You and Barkan play it. <laughs> now, Colleen, you're a woman. Women can play it too. In fact, most of the time, it's 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 meant for the women. Yeah. Right. So Rob, so Joe always calls in with an FMK call. Okay. And then we play the game. We pull up the pictures of the three suspects, and this one is for the women. So we're gonna have Robin do it and you do it. Let's listen to Joe's call on FMK this week. Hold on, just a second, because it was here. Damn it, Robin, what's the matter with you? Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. My, my damn computer closed it up. <laughs> Hang on. Okay, 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 here we go. Okay. New Year's approaching. It's F. Mary Chelsea. will be New Year's Eve based. Since I used two dead guys last week, this week we'll stick with living people. Your options are Ryan Seacrest, Anderson Cooper... And lastly, the newly appointed African-American Ryan Seacrest, your Steve Harvey. Time's yours. Wow. All right, sir, so oh here we have them. FMK, F. Mary Kill, Ryan Seacrest, who has every job that, that yeah. Steve Harvey doesn't have. Steve Harvey, and of course, Anderson Cooper, who many of you will watch be humiliated on New Year's Eve by Kathy Griffin yes. once again That's in Times Square. All right, so I'm going to let Colleen be the first contestant tonight because it's for women. <laughs> FMK, Colleen Wolf, you make the call. So, and I have to do and I have to do it all right now. All three. Yes, but okay. you pick one that you would marry. I one can't believe I have kill. to marry one of these guys. You um, don't really. It's just a game. I know. I take it. But you still have to, <laughs> you still have to put it in your head. That's the problem. You have to think I mean, about it. And unfortunately, to Robin a couple weeks. Right. you're not really marrying, killing. But here's the thing: women. is that no, if you are a woman, we're very <laughs> like we picture it. So you have to picture it in your head, and that's the problem. Okay. John, will you be it jealous? Is. I mean, at this game, if your wife plays it, she's nope. coming home with me later. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're good. Probably. Yeah. Right. You gotta take some Christmas lights. All right. So I'm gonna go M for. No, no, no. I'm going to go um, K for Seacrest, F for Harvey, and M for Cooper. It's the mustache. That's what it is. It's the mustache. Oh, what? What would you do? No, I was asking. Yeah, but it ain't Steve Harvey's mustache. But have your own Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's mustache is up there with, like, Tom Selleck. It's up there, man. It's up there. This is a lose-lose. We all know it. That thing's like a janitor's broom. With a mustache. I've been set up. No, you haven't. Those are good answers. It's not me to judge your answers. I want to hear why. Yeah, there's reasoning behind this. That's how the game is played. Wait a minute. Your husband wants to know why you made those particular selections. I feel like we're going to save that for a different podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay wait wait so which one who are you going to F this is that's probably the most important Anderson one Steve Harvey no she's Harvey. going to marry Anderson you're gonna, Cooper you're going to F Steve Harvey yeah and you're going to kill 
Ryan Seacrest. Mm -hmm. That's a good choice. And Mary Anderson Cooper. That's a given. Okay. I feel like I probably go the same way. I would do the same thing. Everybody's behind that. That's good. I'm on board. Yeah, we should go. I would do the same thing too if I had a choice here. Yeah. And since two of these three guys are gay, then I would have more of a chance probably. Yes. Because Anderson Cooper is gay. Yeah. Seacrest. I don't know if he's gay, but he's bi. At least bi. Yes. I, wait, and wait, wait, I know, wait, and I know wait, Steve Harvey ain't gay. Hell no. If you're at least by, what happens after that? Like, what's more than at least by? What do you mean? I would think that. No, I think that by is like the ultimate, right? Like, you are. I mean, like, what's yeah. beyond at least by? Yeah, you have no, to. No, I mean, uh, he's not gay. He likes men and women. Okay. Yeah. And at the very Cooper least, he's bi. gay, which means he only likes men. Right, so this marriage would be great. Exactly. It'd have a great chance of succeeding. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Robin, you get to play now. And then we're going to have Natalie play the game up there, too. Now, yes. as you all know, Luigi, my... you can play, too, if you'd like. No, I'm good, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm good. My litmus test for marrying, because they are all poor choices, usually is whoever's the richest. And in this particular case, is it Ryan Seacrest? Ryan so. Seacrest got more money than God, man. Yeah, I think He's so. He's got to be The guy makes, right? like, 25. I don't know. I mean, I mean He's got Steve, more job Steve than Harvey's Jamaicans. Got a lot of jobs it's incredible. Too. Steve Harvey's like making bank. No, and okay. He's, and he's great at what he does, by the way. Yeah, okay. when he gets it right. But you know what? This is actually. No. I, I can. Steve Harvey's I, got. Well, he both. They both have morning radio shows. Yeah. Steve Harvey and Ryan Seacrest. Uh, Ryan Seacrest does fifty thousand syndicated shows, right. countdown Game shows. Show. But I think Ryan Seacrest inherited money from Merv Griffith, probably. Yeah. Because no, he Merv was. Merv Griffith set him up. In yeah. The so I mean, he's been. Wait, what? But he also he, he was Murph Griffith's boy toy for a while. I, I think you didn't know that, really? Yeah, I think. Aren't you a reporter? That's what I've heard. I'm learning so much. <laughs> See, that's what happens when you follow the '76s and only have one. I learned two about the, bake, the bacon baby. Bacon baby. And baby. And all, all yeah. Stuff yeah. Stuff yeah. You need to hang toy. out with us more yeah. often. Basement. I have no idea. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> wow. You didn't know that Ryan Seacrest was discovered by Merv Griffin? I didn't know yes. That's an outrage, man. So, when he was very young. Yeah. So you're marrying Seacrest. So now but here's but this is actually a good thing. Because Ryan Seacrest now I am and I and I know that there's like a, a new word for this, but I am a child of the eighties in high school and I am a complete fag hag. I have tons of gay friends. So <laughs> I I would marry Ryan Seacrest because we would have this understanding that we would just be married and we would understand that you could go off and play with, you know, whatever. And I would, you know, so that would actually be a good arrangement, right? Now, so, so that would be the marrying part. Okay. On the side, Here's I the would F Ryan Steve Harvey. Steve <laughs> because Harvey's getting a lot of action. On yeah, because yeah. one, yeah. I mean, Steve he Harvey, he has yeah. a great sense of humor. Yeah. I I adore him, and you know, his wife's name is isn't her, his wife's name Marjorie. Marjorie. So I mean, and she's beautiful. So I could you know, it's be, solid reasoning. That's I could, I could like you know, <laughs> be all over that. That would mean that I would have to kill Anderson Cooper though. That's right. Wait in line. Yeah, poor Anderson. Yeah. Well, here's the good thing about somebody's got to go. Here's so. the good thing about killing Anderson Cooper. He would wear a flak jacket, so he really wouldn't die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> On the front lines. Exactly. So there's my reasoning. They still have Don there you Lemon, go. So it'll be all right. All right, now, now Natalie, Natalie, you get you get to play since you're the third woman on the panel. All right, I have I actually have a confession. I have been in love with Anderson Cooper since I was 13 years old. Oh. Really? 
Well, when he was, that's no. too bad for you. No, when he was when he was on Channel One News, he took himself to like the desert and he was like in those holes reporting. And I was like, you are amazing. Right. You so, weren't. Uh, you weren't into the, the, the Scud Stud. Remember that guy, the Scud Stud, when he was on NBC? Oh uh, yeah, what was during the during first, the first Gulf Iraq War. War yeah. He became like the sex yeah. symbol Forget, guy. He worked yeah. at NBC. I can't think of his name now. Yeah. But they called because he was reporting on the Scud mm-hmm. missiles. That were being launched to, to knock out the missiles that were. That was to be Arthur out. Kent. Arthur Kent oh, was the Scuds. Remember him? He was a Canadian. They call him the Scud Stud. He was this good looking, sexy news guy. And That's he was Luigi's on... Tinder handle, Scud Stud. Scud Stud. Get a lot of action. Okay. Now, you know what? He was not that good looking. He was okay, but I would say Anderson Cooper is definitely better looking than that. All right, so Anderson Cooper, you I'm, marry? I am marrying Anderson. I okay. still, it's still on the table if he's listening. But okay. see, and you, and you decide you to could, go the other way. You could marry him for the same reason I'm marrying Ryan Seacrest. You'd be a beard then. That's, would yeah, you be a beard to Ryan to uh, Anderson Cooper? I would gladly be Anderson Cooper's beard. Okay. Wow. I love him. Uh, and then I'm going to kill Steve Harvey because have you ever listened to his radio show? He's good. He yells at everybody. No, about he doesn't. The relationships. He used to. <laughs> he does. Italian. So I'm killing Italians Steve Harvey. And I guess that leaves me um, F for uh, Ryan Seacrest. Oh, wow. That's awful. No. Wow. Don't for that. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no game. That's right. That's why this is the dumbest game ever created. In By the way, every single okay, week. I have to, so, so one of the things, we, we tried to find not the most glamorous photographs <laughs> to, to put them up. I have to tell you, it must be illegal to post a bad photograph of Ryan Seacrest because that was the only bad picture of him that I could find. He's too meticulous. But that's not even half bad. That was seriously the only bad picture I was able to find. Everything else, he looks fantastic. Looks like Lloyd Christmas. When I was was doing the morning show at Fox, in the studio right behind me was a little booth. So I was in this big studio in Sherman Oaks, and in the studio behind me, Casey Kasem would come in once a week and record the top 40, and he would just sit in this little booth. Teeny, teeny tiny. And he would bring in, like, this smelly fish, because he was, like, Armenian or something, a Lithuanian. And he'd always bring in his own lunch, and it smelled. Very different. And he would put it in the microwave. You never forget that (laughs) stuff, As it turns out. They make the the smelliest food ever, man. Right? But not not because he's Lithuanian, Armenian, whatever. Yes, it is. But when you bring in fish in the workplace. I got a good Kardashian joke right now, but I'm not going (laughs) to. No, I don't care who you are, what your nationality is. You bring fish into a workplace, and you stick it in the company microwave, right? You're sticking it up for the whole day. It ain't just something that's going to go away. No, I ain't going right. right. So he would come in and, and warm up his fish and would stink the place up. Then, later on, Ryan Seacrest, when he was just starting out, would come into that same booth and record. And he, was just, he wasn't even super huge. So I used to ridicule Ryan Seacrest. I would see him, and he was doing some local radio in L.A., and I would call him in, bring him into the studio and say, who do you think you are, man? That's Casey Kasem's. And I would tell that's Casey Kasem's room back there. And we would go back and forth. And little did I know that this guy would become like the biggest media mogul right. in radio and TV history with the whole, you know, obviously the stuff. He's got a production company. He does the Kardashian stuff. He's his radio show. He's uh, in the last year of American Idol. American Idol really put him on the map, though. Because he was doing DJ stuff, and he does a morning show that's syndicated. Wasn't there some other guy on with him to begin with? Yeah, it with? was two guys the first two seasons. Who remembers the other it. guy on the first two seasons of American Idol? I had a we- he had a weird name, right? Yes. Brian Dinkleman. Dinkleman. Yes. Talk about a weird name. I know. Brian Dinkleman was the other guy on American Idol with Ryan Seacrest. He should have never seen that. Perfect. 
Tony. I've never I've seen it either. Never watched it. It never appealed to me. Did you ever see no, it? No, I've never watched it. Tony, I, maybe I got like breaking news up here. We have breaking uh, news we'll again? News. Yeah. Wow, what a show. <laughs> Chip Kelly Chip is Kelly's still fired? <laughs> yeah, and this is, it. this is from Chip Kelly. He issued a statement. Uh, oh, we have a statement? Really? Yes. Let's go to the statement desk. <laughs> Natalie wants to read it. All right, Natalie. Oh, nice. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Here's your this is an official statement from Chip Kelly? Uh, as tweeted out by Mike Garofalo. He says, I'm grateful to Jeffrey Lurie for allowing me to coach his Philadelphia Eagles for the past three seasons. I deeply regret that we did not bring this great city and its fans the championship they deserve. <laughs> I was blessed to work with a gifted and hardworking coaching staff every day, and they will succeed wherever they go. Finally, my players mean the world to me. I will miss them very much, and I will be rooting for them to achieve their dreams. Life is all about responding to challenges and seizing opportunities. Love, Chip Kelly. Love? Who put love? Huh? No, there was no love. I mean, I mean that part up. And now, ladies and gentlemen. The rest of it's true, though. Let us all pause for five seconds. Yes. Not to allow our local Stay stations to identify themselves down the line. But in memory yes. of Chip Kelly, three years, head coach of the yes. Philadelphia Eagles. Moment of silence, please. <laughs> That's very touching. People don't know what a moment of silence is anymore. And now let's play ball. Yes. <laughs> actually, to, actually, Tony, it's time to play something else right now. Oh, is it time to play the game? Oh, and Natalie has to get in place first. Oh, we're one lucky person could cop all the cash in the box. You put the money in the box. Think of it as a 50-50. Except. You can keep it all. Now, if anybody wants to purchase some last-minute tickets, last call, Natalie will off. take your money gladly. I believe we have some last-minute purchasers here, so we're going to vamp. We're going to spin the wheel, Gaza, and you love spinning the wheel, right, yeah. Colleen? Yeah. So we have our wheel, which is a professional wheel, by the way. This isn't oh, yeah. something like... There's no forgazing wheel. We actually bought that wheel with our own hard-earned money. Exactly. Well, we all wish you would say we're going to keep the box open for just a few more minutes. We're going to keep the box open for just last call. Where do you go to get a wheel? The wheels are us. Right. Wheels, wheels are us. They're everywhere. I'm going to go down the wheel store. <laughs> There's a although, wheel store, Gonzo. Although after Natalie sells more of the... See, this is like 50-50, except we don't keep it. Yeah. Whoever wins it gets it all. This is like now, a tiny bingo night. All the money in a box. Well, no. we, we were going to keep we were going to keep it going the entire night for the Christmas show, but we decided since it's Christmas and in the spirit of Christmas, help offset some of those Christmas costs. Yep. We just gave it all away. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That's the way we are. We're givers here. But the amazing thing about our wheel, we can't fix it to not give the money away. I know. <laughs> I know it's impossible. You, know, you go to a slot machine, you never win, right? We've had now in, in how many shows? Six shows. We've had winners in four of six shows. If I'm not wow. back to back, and we've tested it, and we're not. And we try to do it, so we're thinking, oh, maybe yeah. the thing's fixed. And we spin the wheel. We don't we land on it. Close to it. Yeah, now there's other fabulous prizes on there. It's in fact, our buddy Rich Vittori is here from Moonshine tonight, one of our great sponsors and one of the great places on East Moya Mensing Avenue. And we have gift certificates. Yes. Dude, that place I is believe incredible. that's on. Isn't that on there? Have you been to Moonshine? Oh yeah. On East Moya, it's great. Oh, you have to go. It's fantastic. That man right there. Right, that man right there. I'm dying to go. You're not allowed to be within 50 feet of him, by the way. And you know, so so for my birthday, Tony took myself and my daughter and her best friend from um, San Francisco out to uh, Longwood Gardens. And we get out of, it's, it's cold. It was like one of the coldest nights that we'd had in a long time. And we get out at like 11 o'clock. And I'm like, you know what I have a woolly for? Craving, Robin. Oh, sorry. That is you, can't say, you can't say woolly. 
Wooly. Wooly, that's what I said. You didn't say it, say it right. I said Wooly. You said Wooly. Wooly for, excuse me. She had a craving. I had a craving for fondue, cheese fondue. And so we were like, what the heck is going to be open? Ta-da! Moonshine. Really? Yes. And we've had fondue And it's fantastic And they have a late night menu. And they have a late night menu. So we drive, to, we drive to Moonshine at like quarter to 12. We go in there and we, we're having, oh, the, you know, the food is great there, guys. delicious. Yes. It's the great. best fondue I ever had, and I've had it all over the world, Tony. All <laughs> over the world. God. Now get the hell out of here. You have learned well, my young man. Thank no, you. it's great. The menu's all great. Everything in there is phenomenal. Do they have meat candy? They, they don't have meat candy. I think they need to put it on the menu, though. Exactly. Don't you think so, Rich? You need but to put the, you know, great beers, great. Uh, they actually sell moonshine, which is legal now. Yeah. Have you seen the meat candy straws? Speaking of meat, bacon, like bacon. They 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 make bacon. They roll it up into a straw with with sugar, and then they use that bacon straw in a Bloody Mary. Ah, oh, I've had that. It's fantastic. It's, it's awesome. You guys drink that on the NFL Network set on Sunday mornings when you're sitting around we eating do, and drinking. We do. Drink I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. We got a we got a we got tickets. We're good, Natalie. Everybody yeah. who awesome. everybody who put money in the box, you're only eligible if you put money in the box. And now we're going to pull out a number. One of your tickets. Everybody's got a ticket. Natalie is shaking it up. Shaking up the real New good. Year's hat. I don't care what that stalker the says. Party hat. You can right. shake it up real good anytime you want. <laughs> but, Thanks, Tony. And I mean that. With All righty, four zero one two one two. Two one two. Four zero one two one two. The last three numbers. We have a winner. Back there. We, we have, have a winner. We have a winner. Oh, Come on down. Don't trip. We have no insurance. Have you been drinking back there, young lady? It's a lovely blonde lady who's walking up now to the wheel to give it a spin. Now, hand her the mic. What is your name, young lady? Shannon. Move up to the mic now. Shannon. Shannon, is this your first podcast? Yes. Are you enjoying it so far? Are you nervous? <laughs> Are you nervous? I'll be nervous. Yeah. Are you following me on Twitter, by the way? I will be. <laughs> now, if you be- oh. No, it's an outrage. <laughs> we're synced, Tony. We're synced. Now, Shannon, are you with our friends from Moonshine up there? I am. So you know Rich and the gang? Mm-hmm. Are you related in any way, shape, or form? No. Have you ever won anything on a crappy podcast before? <laughs> you like jungle gyms. Anything ever. <laughs> what was that, Luigi? You like jungle gyms. I was gonna say, do you like do you like gladiators? Oh, Luigi, what kind of stupid question? No. By the way, do you like jungle gyms? <laughs> See? <laughs> Have you been drinking up there? Are you drinking moon? Did, did Rich bring moonshine tonight uh, with for the uh, for the little party up there? He actually didn't. What'd you bring tonight, Rich? <laughs> What? I got to buy. You got to have a little bit. Is there the the Where's the dick? You're what? Carrie didn't bring any Jack Daniels. Oh, oh no Jack. Get out. Get out. Get out. How did you not bring? Real. Uh, okay, Shannon, are you ready? Have you spun a wheel before? Other than at the casino. Check code. Oh come on. <laughs> I can't see what the winner is. What is it? No jackpot. Oh! Billy's t shirt. Yes! Oh, finally, Billy's a Bobo t-shirt. prize. Yes! <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, you guys are terrible. <laughs> no, I'm excited. The pot is going to grow now, Tony. Right. Exactly. 
It should we, be like, you know, if, if we didn't have somebody lose once in a while, just be like, just take the money. It's time to take the money. There are no losers on this podcast except on this panel. She got a right, Phillies exactly. t-shirt, man. She didn't do too well, bro. Well, so, we're gonna get you a. We're gonna give you something. Yeah, we will after. give you the Phillies T-shirt after the and show. And we're gonna have you. I'm gonna make sure you get a uh, gift certificate to Moonshine too, maybe. <laughs> oh, come on, man! <laughs> get consolation prize after a consolation <laughs> prize. Great idea. I highly recommend the late night menu. It's yes. phenomenal. <laughs> another winner. Another win. Another win. Congratulations. Thank you, Shannon. Aww. I can't believe you guys are rooting against Shannon to win the jackpot. I want it to grow, Tony. You don't get to win it. I know. What good is it for you? Nothing. I just want like to see it grow. We like to see it grow. How much we... money do you think is in there right I now? I 70 probably? bucks, probably. What do you think? There's uh, more than that in there, right? Yeah, probably 70 bucks. No, there's some 10s and 5s I'd in there. I'd say 60. 32.50. No, there's yeah, more than that. <laughs> Not several thousand dollars. Several thousand. Several How many of you have? One million dollars. No. <laughs> it will be a million dollars in a couple of weeks, yes. the way this show is And we will going. not be here. Exactly. <laughs> Now, we also have a noted author in the house tonight, too. Yes. Yeah. I have yes. not met this gentleman before, but he's always on Twitter. He's written multiple books. Yes. They're baseball. Stand come up to the yeah, mic. Alan Schatz, ladies and gentlemen, here, who's written a couple. And they're like mysteries, but they're based on sports. Alan, we follow him on Twitter. He's on. This is the first time we met him. Thanks for coming out, Alan. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Now, tell us about the books, because they're, ba- they're, like, they're baseball-related, but they're murder mysteries? Yeah, they're uh, mysteries that uh, use baseball as the canvas. And the titles are all seven-something, right? Well, uh, first one is Game 7, Dead Ball. Game 7, Dead Ball. Was Ryan Howard involved in that game? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Too easy. Was Cliff Lee involved in that game? Because he had a 3 nothing lead. No, he's probably hurt. That's probably what happened. 4 nothing lead in a playoff game and choked it away. It it is set during the 2008 World Series, but it was written before the 2008 World Series. Okay. So then there's a series. So are these a sequential uh, list of books? And they're all available on Amazon, I see. How many brought copies, Robin? Anywhere online. So Game 7, Dead Ball, 7th Inning Death, and Rally Killer. Yes. Rally Killer. That's it. Who could that be on the Phillies Brown. roster? Rally. Dominic Brown. Brown. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Mystery song. Well, we had farting rallies last year, so there was none to kill. Right. Yeah. Puke and rally. That's about all that was going on So now on these, these, how all, these books have been out a little while, though, right? Yeah, I wrote the uh, first one came out in 2011, and then the other two came out right after that. So they, they've been out for, what's this, 15, four, four years. So you like writing the mystery. So what made you think about doing sports and murder? It's a murder mystery or just a mystery? Uh, it's, it's a little bit of both. It's, it's mystery, suspense, thriller. Does Ryan Sandberg get killed in the last one? I don't want to blow <laughs> the ending or anything, but... Uh... No, there, there, are, there are some people that get killed, yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah, a few. But, uh, Larry wow. Boa wax, wax him. Larry Boa wax the kid's the killer. Larry Boa comes out of the dugout yes. and kills somebody. Exactly. He kills Daniel Murphy. <laughs> well, I love I love the write up. The the it says secrets, lies, and revenge provide the spark oh, that ignite a fiery collision between past and present. A puzzle takes shape as baseball's World Series unfolds, but the pieces don't fit. A string of missing women, strange oh. threats, gambling problems, kidnappings, and relationships long dormant are all somehow connected but Marshall Connors major league umpire may run out of time before he can solve the mystery oh the umpire solves a mystery does he have instant replay available for him or does he <laughs> does he make the arrest call on the field is Enrico Palazzo in the next show <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright I'm in it is Shaq Crawford involved in this in any way shape or form Joe West Joe West Joe West is there a yeah, he got thrown out of the movie developed. is there a West Vest reference in the, any of the books this feels like a Pavel Bonnet <laughs> <laughs> 
Does Jonathan Papelbon give the uh, yes. the, yeah. the socket symbol, yes. so to speak, Perhaps whatever that is? I do scene. blow up part of City Field in the third one. Oh, really? Oh, great. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. Spoiler. No wonder why the Mets lost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, well, wasn't, that wasn't why. John, you're doing an alfalfa thing. Yeah, you got a little... Yeah. What are you doing? You got a little oh, colic there? Yeah. I don't know. What's up with that? Look at that. Nobody else wanted to tell me. Really? That's <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, wait, out the shop. Robin, that's the kind of stuff that happens down in Florida. Right? Well, Alan, it's great to have you come out. It's finally Thank good you, to meet you. Thank Follow you, you on Twitter. Follow him at Alan Schatz, S-C-H-A-T-Z, right? Uh, it's R.A. Schatz is my Twitter. R.A. Schatz on Twitter, but it's Alan is your first name, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's like R.A. Dickey right. when he was good. Like, when he was yeah. good before he went to When he was with the Mets, when he was good, and then he went to Toronto and wasn't so good. Thank you so much. Alan Schatz, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. So we've got talent here. What's that? We have some talent here. Absolutely. Yeah. And we got some deadbeats, too. But they're, they're oh, yeah, exactly. Talent, but, uh, and we prefer those because they're more like us. You we know? have to I, couldn't, I couldn't write a book. Speaking of deadbeats, what's going on in Florida this yes. week? Yes. You, you know, know what time it is? Why does everybody have to be a deadbeat? <laughs> i got to find my Florida. Why didn't you tell me we were getting ready for the Florida thing? It's written. Well, we were, well he, I mean, I he's not this, looking. Like, he's I'm not looking at the time. i sheet on this show. Yes, really. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find. He's it. not what? even following the clock. He has no what idea time what time it is. I don't know what time it is. Eight fifty-three p.m. Oh, dude, we're getting. It's almost over. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why we gotta get the story. Time flies. Did you stay for the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're ready. This is our regular feature, ladies and gentlemen. Let's head down south, where it's almost as warm as it is here. Down to Florida. Welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rain. And Flocka. Every day in Florida. And now, ladies and gentlemen, with this week's tales of sordid activity and in Florida, the Sunshine State, here she is, Miss Sunshine herself, Miss Robin. <laughs> Aww. Dateline, Lecanto, Florida. Okay, come on, people. Like, let's get real. Who does not like a night out with sushi? And wine. I mean, doesn't that sound like a fantastic I'll skip night? Just the sushi. Just give me the wine. Well, Jocelyn Alita Lopez decided that she wanted some sushi and wine. However, she decided to get high on meth first. In Florida, naturally. I know. Amazing, right? And then decided to visit the most Florida place of all. Walmart. Oh, nice. Oh, there you go. Wait, so she does meth. She does meth. And then goes into Walmart? Correct. Could be in Jersey. It goes hand in hand, Tony. That could be anywhere, not just Florida. Then, to top off the night, she starts riding around on a motorized shopping cart, which is really fun to do, by the way. I highly recommend it. (laughs) And gets hungry. So decides to help herself as if the Walmart buffet is open to sushi, cinnamon I rolls. That in the Costco buffet, never in the Walmart. Yeah, but that's buffet. actually there. The, you know, that's like that's a they fantastic lunch place. You ate the buffet at Walmart? No, there is. I'm I'm joking. There is no Walmart buffet. Oh, okay. That's the whole point. Stick with the story. She made her own. So she had sushi, cinnamon rolls, rotisserie chicken. And she opened up wine because back there in, in Walmart in Florida, you almost no tea. And I'm I'm almost positive it was a box of wine, right? You have to have a. It has to have been no, a box. It could be a screw off cap of wine. Okay, well I guess it could be a screw off cap. But I'm I'm picturing a box of wine. So she's in my on a brain. motorized cart. Yeah, just she, <laughs> does, she does sushi. Yes. Rotisserie chicken, cinnamon buns, and what else? And and uh, cinnamon rolls, rotisserie chicken, and the and the wine. Okay, she washes it down with the wine. Right. Sure, it just wasn't Paula Dean. 
Any now, limoncello? not Paula Dean, no. <laughs> Did she have any limoncello afterwards? I think I had all of that last night. Yes. <laughs> they do that watching the NFL Network on Sunday. Exactly. So now, like, I mean, you can almost picture, like, taking the stuff, putting it in her cart, and then starting to eat it. No, 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 no. She's taking it up, eating just one piece of sushi... And then putting the box back, eating one muffin, oh, and then putting nice. the box back, and so and she, but she, and she did put it back where it was from. She didn't take the sushi and then put it like in no. another. You know, you put it in a shelf somewhere, right. like yes. people do when you go in a supermarket. Like they, the they, they think towels. they want something, and then they put it in another shelf somewhere. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Yep. But she she was accused of eating over thirty dollars worth of food. Oh, oh. <gasps> thirty dollars? Wow. Yeah, what whole kind of sushi thirty dollars. <laughs> so this is a, so the officers Chum, when when they arrested her she said that she was hungry and didn't want to didn't want to take any of the items outside of the store so she decided not. to eat everything while she was in the store and she said that she knew what she was doing wrong but well, it's not she until you decided leave. to do it anyway. Has oh. anybody ever done that now? Now, I have a bonus. I don't mean that. Two Thursdays ago. Right. I have a bonus Florida segment. Wait, we have a bonus Florida I have a bonus Florida. This was late breaking news, and I had to add it. Yes. Edgewater, Florida. A man was jailed for selling stolen gift cards. I mean, you were just talking about gift cards over the holiday. Yes, you know, it's like the greatest gift ever. You don't have to. Nobody takes them back. Nobody takes them back. There's not in line the next day to take a gift card back. So he he was, however, he was already jailed for uh, stealing gift cards, but got out on bail. But to pay off his lawyer, he sold an additional $1,000 gift cards. This time to raise the money for his attorney, which is a brilliant, brilliant move on his part. So now not only was he going to be, uh, so now he was actually going to be incarcerated. So, you know, those gift cards weren't exactly working out for him No, for but Christmas. at least the lawyer got to use it and uh, rip his money off. I just think, it, like, of all things, like, you're, you're out on bail for doing what you're doing, and then you're going to pay off your lawyer right. well, with your crime. Right. And that's why we call it Florida, baby. It's like a Caribbean <laughs> holiday. Every day in Florida. What do you think, John? You like the Florida update every Excellent. week? Excellent. I was really excited. I learned so much. Yeah. See what you learned on this show? A very educational program. You already knew Chip Kelly was I fired. I think they have a lot of Four Loco in Florida. They have a lot of Four Loco. I think, I think they have the old school We stuff. are so educational, I think we should be on PBS. We, we should. should. It's like fresh air. <laughs> it's like fresh air. NPR. I was just really I think it should be on NPR. Totally. Absolutely. It's like car talk and all those other good We need some symphony music in the background. By the way, before we get out of here, I want to do, I was talking about the list that I put together, and Nathaniel gave me a list of all the coaches who had bad first couple of years, but I'm talking about rookie college coaches, the worst failures of the last 20 years. in the. And we know Nick Saban, right, two years in Miami, 15 and 17. He went 9 and 7, and then 6 and 10, and then was fired. So Nick Saban then went back to college, 15 and 17. And then Steve Spurrier, one of the worst jobs of all time. Two years, of course, in Washington. Two seasons, 02 and 03. 12 and 20, he was gone. At least Chip Kelly showed up and worked. And he Steve won. Spurrier went out and just played golf every day and really didn't care about his job. Then you had Mike Riley. Remember him? Went to San Diego for five-year deal, 25 men. He went 1 and 15 wow. in his season in San Diego. When Mike was this? Riley. This was back in 2000. Mike Riley was at Oregon State, I believe. It had a great college team and then got the job in San Diego. One and 15 and out of there in one year. I don't remember Mike Lou Holtz. You remember Lou Holtz, right? Yeah, I sure do. 1976, <laughs> Arthur. 
with the uh, Jets, 3-10, and ten, and he quit with one game left in his first and only season with the Jets. He's the I like worst. That. Butch Davis in Cleveland. Remember, right. Butch Davis was in Miami, twenty-four and thirty-five. Uh, he had a nine and seven season, and then he went in the tank, and he was out in 04, 24-35, so a, a losing record. Bobby Petrino in Atlanta was a disaster. Yep. Dennis Erickson went to Seattle after he left Miami. Remember that he was thirty-one and thirty-three, which was decent. Then he went to the 49ers for one year and went two and fourteen oh, before nice. he went back to college. And then Dick McPherson. You got to go back, wow. back when he was the coach of Syracuse. Dick McPherson got a job with the New England Patriots back when they really sucked. Two seasons, eight and twenty-four, and gone. So we talk about wow. Chip Kelly as a failed college coach, and he's a college coach and can't succeed in the NFL. There have been a lot of big-name guys who have left college successful programs, went to the NFL, and Joe Kuhar. Yeah, but that's way back in the day, though. Sam. Nobody remembers Joe Kuhar, including Joe Kuhar's family. <laughs> No, but, but these guys were, you know, I'm talking about modern era, the last, uh, we're talking about last 30 years in the NFL, big-time college coaches going in and flaming out and never returning. That's the amazing thing, never returning to, to the NFL game. And I don't think Nick Saban or Bobby Petrino or any of those guys will ever go back and coach. And obviously Spurrier just left college, so he's, he's going to start doing a podcast, I think. No, and then we'll put him on this show. Good move. And then he can rip people. And yeah, bring the yeah. visor. That's right. right. Exactly. You realize we've just gone through two hours, kids. I can't yeah, yep. it, like that. It, like, it that. Flew. like that. Now before we, we before we uh, go, I do want to give some housekeeping really quick for those of you who are listening. Yeah, you got to clean up all your baboos. <laughs> but, no, <I'm> just <laughs> for those of you who are listening to the podcast, um, we understand that iTunes is going to be going through some changes. So if for some reason you suddenly don't find the Tony Bruno show, just unsubscribe and resubscribe, and you should be able to find it. Exactly. All yeah. the shows are podcasts on iTunes. And then, of course, you'll see the great work of Nathaniel when he puts up the YouTube videos on Friday, which is a condensed version of the show, like the best 40 minutes. Ooh. So you guys will only be in for like five right. minutes. Right. Like a minute. No, it's mostly just calling. Yeah. It, was right before, it was right before they came on. No time at all. But we want to thank everybody for coming on out here tonight. And, of course, our good friends, Colleen Wolf of the NFL Network. So great to see you again. It's been a while. The great John Gonzalez, Mr. Colleen Wolf. You follow him on CSN Philly at Gonzo CSN. You see him on the internet on the 700 levels. Great stuff he does every week on that show. Our good buddy Joe Corrado. Follow him on Twitter at Corrado underscore. No underscores. Jay Corrado 19. Luigi Curdo 22. He's phenomenal. Miss Robin Austin and Nathaniel Dotson at Tutvid, T-U-T-V-I-D. And, of course, the great Natalie Eganoff. You can follow her. E-G-E-N-O-L-F. I got it, see? I always get it right. I always get it right. So you know I'm not your stalker, because I know how to spell your name. And everybody who came on out, the great people here at CSN Philly, our buddies Rich Vittori, and all the family and friends who came out tonight. Thanks so much. We'll see you back. Have a happy New Year, by the way. See you next year, next Wednesday night. Happy uh, 2016, everybody. Thanks for making the podcast work, and we'll see you again soon right here on the Tony Bruno Show. All right. Thanks for listening to the Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Download new episodes every Thursday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Come back soon.
Podcast, there is a new shiny star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last.